Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show live from New York City. I'm back in the Big Apple. I'm looking at Pretty Daddy. I'm in such a good mood to be here. So many things to get into. The Bears suck. The Vikings are 0-3, but Kirk Cousins actually played well in this one. The Dolphins are a Madden cheat code. So many things went down in college football. But maybe the most exciting part of the day is seeing Tom DeCelestino, seeing Pretty Daddy. And Tommy, who I'm looking at through the mirror, we're in person. He can attest to this. I was so excited to see him this morning, and he was not. Are you having a case of the Mondays? Good morning. Hello again. Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. It is so good to see mm. you in person. I did mess with you a little bit. I think the key line that got you today was me saying, I'm a hugger. Come here. Put my arms up, and you recoiled. I was just kidding. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you trying to reference that I ignored your first, I don't know, 12 calls this morning? <laughs> don't gonna, read into that. I wasn't going to bring it up. Don't read into that. You had my security badge. And I got to hang out on the street of New York City for an extra 13 minutes, frantically calling your phone. I called other people. No one answered. No one's around. I called everybody. Can I come in the building? Felt like the Bears. Felt like the Broncos. Don't belong. All right, we're going to get to a lot of things. The phone number is the same. The difference is I'm in the studio, so I can actually see you when you call 855-212-4CBS. I had a, a drink or two with Trace, Ryan Hickey, Zach Gelb's producer last night, and he wanted me to tell you, Tom, that he celebrates and he's being serious that you have gone by and embraced and changed your Twitter handle to the moniker Pretty Daddy. He said you were a pretty buttoned up guy until you met me and I've been good for you. Sometimes a person has an effect in a good way. Sometimes they don't. I, I am the Mike McDaniel of your life, not the Sean Payton. That is what, what we're getting at here. Look, there's going to be a lot of things we're going to brag about over the course of the show. We told you the Vikings were trash. They're trash. We told you the Cowboys are not an elite football team. They are not an elite football team. That loss to Arizona. And we've been telling you for a while, we don't get everything right. We just get almost everything right. That's why we're willing to admit we're wrong here. It doesn't happen very often. I guess it'd be a harder policy if you swung and missed nine out of ten times. We're the inverse. Braggadocio Monday. What can I say? The Big Apple Energy has this Iowa farm boy who lives in L.A. feeling pretty good about himself. We told you 
that the Dolphins were legit. And we told you that if Tua Tungavailoa could stay healthy and be healthy, that Miami team would be an elite football team. And what a domination, dominating, historic, insane beatdown they placed on the Broncos yesterday. Look, there's time to go on what I'm about to say. And the Niners would push back on this, and the Eagles would push back on this. They play tonight. And even the Chiefs would push back on this with the Tay-Tay energy. The Dolphins are the best team in the National Football League today for me right now in this moment. The way they're playing their confidence. No, By the way, no Jalen Waddle yesterday. Didn't matter. Cheat code. Cheat code. 70 points. 7-0. 70 to 20. That is the fourth 70-point game in NFL history, and you have to include the playoffs to get to that number. They're the only team in NFL history to record five rushing touchdowns and five passing touchdowns in a single game in the Super Bowl era, football as we know it. They gained 726 yards yesterday. That's the second most in a game in the history of the National Football League and trails only the Rams in 1951 versus the Yanks. No, it's not a baseball confusion point. It really is just the most in a game that represents a sport as it's played today. This team is averaging 43.3 points per game. God, they're good. And we told you they'd be good. And this makes sense. Don't forget that the personnel that was there a couple years ago when Brian Flores was the head coach, defensive-minded head coach, the defensive side of the ball is pretty good. And now the offense is another level. And that game, that beatdown of the Broncos, don't worry, we'll get to Denver. It reinforces, again, I'm sorry, it's a braggadocio Monday. What we told you on the show last week, and some of you pushed back, it ain't the quarterback, it's the coach. Yeah, you want everything, right? You want everything. It's like a marriage. Do you want your wife to be rich? Do you want your wife to be beautiful? Do you want your wife to be able to cook? Do you want your wife to be good at the office, you want your or husband, whatever, all the things. I'm a good cook. It's not misogyny. It's just like we want everything. Yeah, but the thing you want first and foremost, I think, in a marriage is to be friends with or best friends with your spouse. You have to have a starting point for things to work out in complicated human relationships and the other things you add. The keystone, the cornerstone for an NFL football team is its head coach in the modern era. It, it is. Yeah, then you want a quarterback that coach can, can guide or can utilize. And obviously you want talent, and you want the right coordinators, and you want the right personnel on both sides of the football. Mike McDaniel's the right guy. Sean Payton's the wrong guy. The end. That's the conclusion. That's the deal. Football moves quickly. It evolves at lightning speed. Mike McDaniel is up on the game as it's played today, and Sean Payton has had the game pass him by. If you had said 18 months ago, two years ago, Tua Tungavailoa or... Russell Wilson. Everybody's taking Russell Wilson. Everybody. Hire the right coach. Tua is the engine of this offense, and Mike McDaniel's the guy that unlocked him. Sean Payton just unlocked or reminded us or highlighted again, do not hire retreads unless you're sure the game hasn't passed them by. Competitive world. We'll get to the Cowboys later. Mike McCarthy's a pretty good example. If you watch that game, in what, the third quarter, down a possession, the Cowboys opted to go for it on fourth down. There's a panic move from a football team that should know better. Get the points. Mike McCarthy, games passed him by. Sean Payton. 
And I don't mind braggadocio. It's a braggadocio Monday. If you can back it up. The line between arrogance and confidence is thin. And if you walk the wrong side of it of a, as a leader, your team's going to suffer. Sean Payton, to our buddy over at USA Today, Jarrett Bell, said, remember the start of the year, that that Nathaniel Hackett era, last year Cowboys head coach, now coordinator of the Jets, was the offensive coordinator of the Packers, got his first head coaching job. They were awful. Sean Payton said on the record, on purpose or on accident, it remains to be seen, that that was the worst coaching job in NFL history. Of a, of a modern-day current coach trying to make a living and do his thing. And the only thing worse than, than breaking that code is being wrong about it. Because right now, by the standards of what Sean Payton set down, if you're going to assess this Broncos team and utilizing the talent and Russell Wilson and getting the best out of him, and you're going to look at all of that and say what Hackett did last year makes him the worst coach and the worst coaching job in history, then the current worst coaching job in history is this one. Because this Broncos team is 0-3. Last year's team was 2-1 and at this point. Go back year, a little more, that range, on another radio show of a friend of mine in a different network you shouldn't listen to. No, it's good. Not as good as what we got going on here. Sean Payton said Tua Tungabailoa was going to lose his job to Teddy Bridgewater. Talk about an inability to assess quarterbacks. Not only could Sean Payton not do for Tua what Mike McDaniel can do, because Sean Payton can't even do anything remotely close for Russell Wilson. He couldn't even see that it was possible for someone else to do. That means you're not much of a coach and not much of an evaluator. And now, having given up 70 points. And look, was was Russell Wilson good yesterday? No, he wasn't good. But was he atrocious? No, he was moderate. He was fine. He had some passing. I mean, it was an open game. To be fair, you give up 1,000 points, you're going you're gonna to air the ball out. You give up 70 points, that's not on the quarterback. It's just not entirely on the quarterback. Even I couldn't pin that on Kirk Cousins if we were having that conversation. And now you get to see Sean Payton go through the tried and tested reality of humility shoved in his face. I told you this. I said this. I said one of the really interesting unanswered questions of this NFL season. That's one of the thing I love most about the sport. Are there these questions that we don't know the answer to that are interesting that get, that get answered? The question was, is Sean Payton a deserved future Hall of Fame coach, a, a star worthy of massive money, worthy of the idea, because it was out there, maybe it still is, that he is a game changer for franchises? Or, Mike McCarthy, I can give you other examples, is he a guy who happened to be okay at his job and had Drew Brees as one of the best quarterbacks in history? And by the way, we talk a lot about the fact that the Packers only got one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and only got one Super Bowl with Brett Favre. Well, Sean Payton, Mr. Celebrated until this Broncos start, only got one Super Bowl with the Saints. He got one, but Gruden's got one. I give you a list of people that have one that aren't actually very good at the gig still. And now we're starting to see Sean Payton for what he is, and he sounds like a guy who's over his skis. Because instead of going out there and talking about how Tua's not very good or Nathaniel Hackett sucks, he gets to go to the microphone, he gets to go to the podium, and he gets to be questioned, as he should be, by the way, about an atrocious start to his football team. You said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I mean, I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 700. What's the question? I mean, What's the question? How do you feel about it being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. 
Next question. I'm at a loss for words because I've never been in a, I've been on the other side of some games like that, and then every once in a while in this league, you get your butt whipped, but this was more than that. We're going to find out exactly what Sean Payton is made of. Because when you lose 70 to 20, I was in the air yesterday, so I actually was able to follow the games, see what was going on. But it was like a Stephen King novel. I wish I kind of wish I hadn't had access to the, to what was going on. Because if I had landed, I haven't actually read this short story, but apparently there's some Stephen King short story where you go up in the air and you come down to a different universe. Different universe than the one Sean Payton thought was going to exist. Different universe than the one he thought he was going to inherit. And he left Russell Wilson in that game, by the way, for the entirety of the game. That's a message. That's fine. It is. Maybe you should also send a message to yourself. We told you that 0-3 teams have made the postseason four times. Four. The Broncos aren't going to be the fifth. I don't think the Vikings will be either, but they could be. That division is not very good, but in the AFC, the division is clearly going to be won by the Chiefs. Now they have Tay-Tay on their side, right? Oh, I want to make so many Tay-Tay puns. I'm trying really hard not to. They've got style, Tom. That's the last, it's the last one this segment. The Broncos, A, aren't good enough. And B, the AFC, and we, we knew this, but we talked about it, is really good. The Dolphins are legit. I mean, the Bills, I'm not sure that I have them as a Super Bowl winner, but they're a good football team. Maybe they're better than that. The Chiefs are absolutely legit. The Steelers look gritty and good. Pickett looked really better than serviceable yesterday. The Ravens are good. The Browns, and I hate this. We'll get to this later. I think might be pretty good to Sean Watson with that rust, and that doesn't even get into the Bengals. Now, maybe the Bengals fall apart. We'll see if Joe Burrow plays tonight. We don't know. But even if the the Bengals go to 0-3 tonight against a surprising Rams team, I think an interesting Rams team, Cincinnati's still going to be a, a tough out week in, week out. Broncos aren't making the playoffs. The question becomes, over the course of the year, or they're likely not going to, can Sean Payton instill whatever excellence we thought he had? I don't know. He was wrong on Tua. He took shots at Nathaniel Hackett for something he obviously did not understand because now he's drowning in the exact same quagmire that is the Broncos. Look, celebrate celebrate the Broncos for being awful, if that's what you want to do. Certainly celebrate the Dolphins for being excellent. That's what they are, whether you like it or not. But the reality is each of those very different situations. I don't think the Broncos are the worst team in the NFL because we're technically still considering the Bears... I just had a check. Yes, they are still an NFL team. They have not been relegated because we don't do that in the NFL. But they're on the Broncos and the Dolphins' opposite sides of a reality. And that reality is based almost entirely on their coaches and their culture and their decision-making, which goes to coaching. Mike McDaniel is outstanding, and therefore so is Miami. Sean Payton got arrogant, and the game passed him by, and he lost his edge, and he better find it or the 0-3 Broncos are going to be a walking avatar of Peyton's career without Drew Brees. 855-212-4CBS. Give us a call. Tom, is it obnoxious? You can tell me. I live in L.A. Now, I'm from Iowa, from the Midwest. Weather, all the weather, but it never rains. It's sunny every day in, in L.A. I mean, it is. It's obnoxiously obnoxious. I get it. It's raining here. It's a nonstop mist. The water is somehow coming up from the ground. There's some tropical storm. I love it. I feel like a weather tourist. And everyone I've told this to gets, just gives me a look of disdain. I kind of dig in the, I got a hoodie on. It's nice. It's not hot out. I can't see the sun. You're so weird, dude. 
it's been raining for like three or four straight days here in the yeah. Northeast. Like, I no, like liking the rain is not cool. It's weird. I don't want it to snow on me, but sometimes we'll go to the mountains somewhere and we'll get some snow. This is like the same thing. How about I go and do a little uh, weather tourism? Oh, rain. That's cute. <laughs> No, man. No. I, I, I'm tired of the rain enough. I'm not with you on this one. It's good to see you. You, hu- you a hugger? Want to hug it out? <laughs> no, I'm not, no? A, I'm not a hugger. You're not a hugger? All right. We got a lot of things to get into. Cowboys are what we told you they are. <sighs> we'll talk about the Bears. By the way, you take so much joy in it. You just take so much joy in it. You're so bad. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't send you multiple text messages reveling in that beatdown yesterday. Bad person, but I love that about you. Tay-Tay and the Chiefs. And the Vikings go to 0-3. All that's coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. It's a pretty good song. I have an un not unkind. I have a thought that's not romantic. Whoa, you brought that way down. Don't be cruel in this. Man, it's hard not to sing, isn't it? It's catchy. I'm fighting every urge right now. If you missed this, we're playing Taylor Swift, not just because she's awesome, but because Tay Tay was at the Chiefs game against... It's too bad she went to see a, a, a minor league NFL team on the other side of the equation. At the Chiefs game, Chiefs-Bears, to celebrate, just cheer for her new beau, man, friend, boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. She was sitting with, with Travis's mom. Mom time? So I, I used, as people might know, I used I lived in Kansas City for a long time. I worked at the newspaper there. I work from there for for another national entity as a writer. My kids were born there. I went to Missouri. I'm not from Missouri originally, but I have a lot of roots there. So happy for Kansas City that Taylor Swift showing up. I have an unromantic thought, Tom, that you can you can strike down, and maybe it's just the bitterness of the beatdown that the Chiefs, the Chiefs beat the Bears 41-10, and I didn't even think the Chiefs looked that good. I mean, it looked bad, but they were in fourth. They were in eighth gear. They were on a bicycle. <laughs> Bears are so bad. They're so bad. They're so, so bad. I am worried about 
the Chiefs receiving core. It's probably not the day for that because they scored. They put a 40-burger on a minor league football team, and it looks impressive. Here's my unromantic thought. Taylor Swift is very smart and very, very adept at building an audience. I'm a little worried for Travis's heart because what are you throwing your hands up? I'm just saying, how do you target middle America, Americans of, of all political persuasions? How do you feel like in every person you date an NFL player? And a tight end's a pretty good – No. How dare you? I'm just saying. How dare you say that about Tay-Tay? I'm just saying. This is not contrived. This is not for dollars. This is not for album sales. She wants to find true love. Travis started this. He started this. He left his number with her agent when her tour came into Arrowhead. He went to the tour. He took his shot. It didn't work initially. I'm just saying. And here we are. Double benefit. How dare you, sir? Well, as look, uh, Swifties don't get mad at me. I'm a, I, I'm, I, I love the Tay Tay, but she did date what's his name Loki, Tom Middleton. Is that his name? Wasn't it like Middle Swift or Swiftleton or I don't know what they <laughs> called it? And there was suggestions maybe that was just about the headlines. You know? No. All right. It's just my bitterness. By the way, the Bears are so bad that that in the post game, Aaron Andrews, who by the way I know. She follows me on Twitter, Tom. Does that make me cool? No, it doesn't, but she's a very sweet person. I work with her at Fox. Uh, very talented. She's not asking Patrick Mahomes, who had a, you know, a really good game because he's Patrick Mahomes and because they played the Chicago Bears, who are such losers. Uh, she's she's not asking him about the Bears. She's not asking him about the game plan that, that Bears head coach Matt Eberlews came up with. She's not asking him about how it felt to, you know, get to 2-1. and one. She's asking him because the Bears are a joke about what's serious, and that's Tay-Tay. Do you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was in the house. Uh, Did you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, Patrick? I felt felt a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And, of course, it's on the route that Travis, he he does his own thing and just makes up a route, and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to. Tom, I need you to give me some perspective. I think I know it because you were outraged by my tay 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 just concern. I'm just looking out for 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 uh, TK. All right, for his heart. We need to be looking out for Tay Tay. Tay Tay can look out for herself. I mean, she's been. Uh, it's been a rocky road in terms of her relationship. No, it hasn't. It's, I think I she's want the this dominant. To work. I want this to work for both of them. She's no damsel in distress. She's a badass, bro. I get it. I get it, but what if this is it? What if they are soulmates? Let, okay. Let me... <laughs> we, we don't know. It's early. Don't ruin this Maybe yet. I'm soulmates with Rihanna. What does that have to do with anything? Okay. I hope you find out then. Nah, no, Lori, love you. Um, <laughs> but Riri's cool too. <laughs> Pretty cool. I need you to tell me because I have Kansas City roots. I love that town and that city. I actually know Clark Hunt, or did. I mean, it's not like I called Clark up, but I spent a lot of time with him on a story. I, I like him. Like, he's about as likable an NFL owner as you can find. Patrick Mahomes, I don't know him at all, is such a likable guy. My close friend, Therese Paler, may he rest in peace, love TP. Uh, obviously covered the Chiefs, and we talk about the Chiefs a lot. I just, my kids were born there. My family lives in, or my, my parents at least do, live in Missouri. My brother and sister went to high school there. I love the area. So I think the Tay-Tay thing's awesome. Do you think other markets, non-Chiefs fans, find it obnoxious? I think people are going to get tired of this 
real quick. You do? Real quick. Judging by Twitter yesterday, and Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, is not the way to judge these things, but to get instant reaction within minutes of Tay-Tay getting spotted at Arrowhead, people were happy at first, but it got old quick. Man, when she breaks TK's heart, bro. Don't say that. He's the only guy on that team that can catch the ball. He really is. Do you need a do you need a heart unbroken <laughs> to catch a football? Normally? No. I'm not mad at TK if she does it or sorry Tay Tay if she does it. What do you mean you're not mad? I I'm, t- I'm team Taylor Swift. So am I and I want her to be happy. Look man, you dance with you dance with a prom queen, you better accept the like the risks involved, okay? Did you see how happy she was when Kelsey got his touchdown pass? Like, they are invested right now in yeah. each other. Yeah, okay. Uh, Viking, what do you mean? I'm, I, you got to let I'm love not blossom. Mar- they're not getting married tomorrow, okay? Let love blossom. Maybe it will. You got to give it a chance. The guy that's not a hugger is Mr. Romantic. I'm really not a hugger. What would you rather have? Would you rather have a Tay-Tay diss track song about, about Kelsey in, like, seven months or a love ballad. A love ballad, for sure. You would. Yeah. The diss track would probably like, be more Touchdowns popular. and chocolates or something? <laughs> What's she going to call it? I don't know. Uh, real quick, can we just skip the Bears? The Bears are terrible. The Bears suck. I hate the Bears. The Bears are the worst team ever. Congratulations. I'm sorry that I've been on the Bears when the NFC North. I'm sorry I've been on the Bear, Justin Fields to be a... It's hard not to swear right now, but I'm glad I'm not because people are listening. It's hard, sort of. Uh, it's hard not... To, I bet on Justin Fields to be the MVP. I hate myself. I hate my life. I hate the Bears. I hate my NFL life. I'm an idiot. I'll never be fooled again. Are you happy? Yes. I'm over it, dude. Uh, this will give you some joy. Okay. Broncos, Bears this week. Is the over? Actually, this isn't my joke. Someone on Twitter hit me up. Is the over zero? Over <laughs> under is a half? Zero, it's zero tie? going to be a tough watch. Uh, the Vikings are 0-3. I guess we can hit it later. We're going to run out of time. The Vikings are 0-3. Now, Kirk Cousins didn't play badly in this game. It wasn't empty calories, but to lose to the Chargers is not is not easy because the Chargers Chargers Vikings is a little bit richer man's version of Broncos Bears. These are teams that find ways to lose when they shouldn't. Broncos Bears didn't play each other. Could each win one game this year? If the Bears lose this game against Denver next week, I'm not coming. To, I'm not coming to work. Oh, okay. Pre-calling sick. I'll come to work. Do you have anything on the, Do you want to defend the Vikings at all? You know I think Kirk Cousins is a bum. The only thing that I could say, and it's really isn't pro-Vikings, it's more anti-Chargers, even though they won the game. Brandon Staley is trying to get fired. He's, the way he coaches a football game, he has no idea when to go for it, when not to go for it. He is swimming as a head coach in the NFL. Things have gotten staley for him. Oh, boy. Was that a bad one? <laughs> I can see when you have these ready to go. You I'm so this, excited. You have this oh, there's Andrew Bogus. <laughs> smirk on your face. Andrew liked it. It wasn't bad. Oh, hey, Tom. It wasn't bad. Staley, Tom. Whatever. I'd usually go longer. I don't care. Bears suck. What a joke they are. What a weight on my chest. Do you know how many text messages I got from obnoxious friends? You included. <laughs> Why are people taking so much joy in it? Hey, I stopped at seven. That was the limit for me. God, Eberlus is terrible at his job. Matt Eberlus. I'd rather have Nathaniel Hackett. Think about that as my head coach. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, I think I would. <laughs> no. At least he's likable. Hey, guys. Let's do jumping jacks. Uh,
Colorado got beat down. Beat down. But Dion still struck a, a chord of, yeah, you better get us now. We're still coming for you in the long term. We're getting into Colorado and that loss and five things. Four others. Good at math. You need to know about college football after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogush. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Tom doesn't talk to his best friend. On the phone. Via text all the time. That's not talking. I mean, it's 2023. Talking to someone in 2023 via text is talking to them. It's not talking to them. It's texting them. On CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Tom, it's good to uh, text you in person. Oh, wait, sorry. I mixed those up again. See what I did there? I did. I did. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Real quick, real quick, real quick. I don't like the expression rabbit hole. I mean, I like it. I just have a fear of Alice in Wonderland. And I realize that must come from go down the rabbit hole when Alice follows the rabbit. Does the rabbit talk down the the rabbit hole of, of I, that that show that that thing is terrifying. The rabbit definitely talks, yeah. But I went down a rabbit hole over the weekend that people have told me a show that they told me to watch that I would love that was up my alley. But I saw the the first one I saw involved a prime minister and a pig, and I was like, I'm never watching this show again. Now I'm back. Holy cow, Black Mirror is amazing. Not a new show, though, right? No, not a new show. What season are we in? So what I did is I went and found, who did this 
Vulture or somebody ranked every episode ever, and I'm just starting with the best up. I watched one that looked good. It was amazing. And then this website ranked it ninth. So then I watched the third best. I'm kind of looking at the top ones to get into it. It's incredible. You should watch it. I know you won't. Writing it down. Yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah, you did. No, you didn't. Five. You want to do five things we need to know about college football, Tom? Let's do it. All right. Your security clearance is on a need-to-know basis. And these are five things you need to know. Number one. Bill, we have so much to get to. This was probably, probably the best college football Saturday of the entire season. Of the whole thing? Of the whole thing. Of all two and a half weeks? (laughs) Of the whole thing. I'm projecting for the rest of the year. I'll say it. Don't be a jerk, Ryder. (laughs) All right, Bill. Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes started off the season 3-0. But Saturday's game in Eugene against the number 10 Ducks was a very, very different story. Colorado was blown out 42-6, and Oregon head coach Dan Lanning had this to say to his team prior to kickoff. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. After the 42-6 beatdown, Deion Sanders had this to say in response postgame. I don't say stuff just to say it for a click, you know, contrary to what some may say. But, uh, yeah, I I keep receipts. But I'm serious. I analyze and I understand what we're up against and what we have and what we need. One thing that I could say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're going to be. You better get me right now. Now, somebody, yeah, I, I got messengers. God bless him, though, man. He's a great coach. He did a great job. God bless him. He take their shots. They won. I don't shoot. I don't do that. They won. Bill, Oregon is number nine in this week's poll and take on Stanford this Saturday, while Colorado fell out of the top 25 this week and opened as a 23-and-a-half-point underdog to USC at home in Boulder this Saturday. By the way, those are both remarkable insights into each of those coaches and their programs and their place and the time that they're at. And they're both right. Lanning's right, but everything he said is true. Here is the difference. Or here is the, not the difference, sorry. Here is the context, King Context, Pretty Daddy. Here is the nuance. Here's what Deion Sanders is saying. All the clicks, all the Hollywood, all the flash, all the neon, that is going to lead to victories on the grass in the way Lanning wants for Colorado down the road. Oregon's right. Different, different things. But Dion's right, too. You better beat these guys now because in two or three years, when players, I think, flock to Colorado to play for this guy and the talent level, the gap closes, Tom... It's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that kind of a beatdown if and when Oregon were to play Colorado again, different conferences in, in, in that juncture. I know they lost by thirty six points, but man, is Deion Sanders so good for the sport yeah. of college football. We got a rivalry here. We can, got a rivalry. Can I say something? Like, shame on me. I should I, I should I should not have fallen for the flash of Deion Sanders. I should have seen the substance beyond the talent and the flash and 
this guy is smart and he knows what he's doing. In a loss, he had the message to recruits come here and it works, right? You're a recruit and you're going, it's Oregon versus Colorado. You're trying to figure out where to go. They're both in on the same kid. I like Lanning's message. Good message. Fires the team up. But what Dion is saying is you want to be here in two years, not there. That's what, and he says it effectively. Man, I cannot wait to see what he builds at Colorado. But credit to Oregon. And we're on in Oregon. Credit to Oregon. You guys kicked their ass. Way to go. By the way, I said we have a rivalry here. How depressing is it to think it's not going to be one because of conference realignment? No, it's, it, is, it is depressing. But in six years, there will be one conference. It will be. Called We're in Charge. <laughs> Maybe they'll play each other in that. Number two. All right, Bill, in a game that lacked offense for the majority of the game, it had a thrilling finish. Ohio State beating Notre Dame 17-14. There was a grand total of three points scored in the entire first half. A Buckeyes field goal. That was it. Now, the Irish held a 14-10 lead as Ohio State got the ball back with just under 90 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Now, the Buckeyes punched it into the end zone with one second on the clock and one 17-14. Now, during his on-the-field post-game interview with NBC, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day was not too pleased with 86-year-old and former name, former Notre Dame head coach Lou Holtz, who was very critical of his team's toughness this week. Like I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, what he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio, and it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. A very animated Ryan Day on the field. Now, Bill, it doesn't stop there. As for Notre Dame, their head coach, Marcus Freeman, had to answer questions post-game as to why the Irish played the final two plays of the game with only 10 players on defense. We were trying to get a fourth D lineman on the field, and I told him just stay off because we can't we can't afford a penalty. I didn't have any timeouts, right? So we couldn't afford a penalty there. Um, you know, and yeah, it's, it's on us. It's we got to be better. Did you final two plays? You said that final two final two plays. plays. Yeah. And Ohio State ran the ball for the game-winning touchdown exactly yeah. where the missing D lineman should have been. Let me ask you a question. It's not by yourself. For the coordinator, or so, is that fireable? Yes. I think it, the yeah. coordinator is Al Golden, who is a former head coach at Miami. Yep. I don't know I don't know what you say to your head coach. Two plays. Not one. Two plays. And it's the game-deciding play. I I still do This might be unfair. I don't want Ryan Day to, to hear his voice crack. I, I don't. Okay, you're tough. Way to go. I don't know how good Ohio State is still. I'm not sure. Because it's a gutsy win. And in the NFL, I think winning these kind of games, comebacks, close games, right? Nail biters matters. It builds fortitude. In college football, you're so close to a line that sometimes you can't get uh, one L can, at least in the current system, still derail a season or come close now. I Because Notre Dame has not been tested, right? It's like Navy, Central Michigan, I think. Some other, not Tulane, Tennessee State or Tennessee. One of those, I mean, and yet, I don't know. Is Ohio State really, Penn State beat the living, am I going to step on that? Are you doing that in a minute? Uh, I am. Okay, never mind. Just kidding. didn't beat Iowa. I mean, look, Bill, I watched this game start to finish, Ohio State, Notre Dame. They went into this game, Ohio State number six, Notre Dame number nine. Neither one of these teams are top ten teams. Neither one of them. I'm with you on that. 
The thing is, Ohio State is the kind of team, and there are seven or eight teams in the country, where you can keep winning badly, and you have the talent normally to figure it out and get better. Not every team can do that. It comes down to coaching and chemistry. Is Ryan Day the guy? I don't know. For that, I don't mean to be fired, but, like, is he, like, I I just, the guy seems off his equilibrium a little bit. Number three. All right, Bill, the Crimson Tide trails the Rebels 7-6 at halftime. A starting quarterback turned backup quarterback turned starting quarterback again. Jalen Milrow struggled to move the chains for Alabama. Yet Alabama's defense held Old Miss to just three points in the entire second half. Nick Saban improved to 4-0 against his former assistant, Lane Kiffin. Alabama jumped up one spot to number 12 this week in the poll and take on Mississippi State this Saturday, while Ole Miss fell to number 20 in the poll and play LSU in Baton Rouge this weekend. Alabama's an example of what I just talked about. Now, I understand in this case, the one of the three guys have to be able to throw the football for Alabama to be competitive. I, I get it. But would it really surprise you if one of these dudes figures it out? No one's going to be Tua, right? No one's going to be Jalen Hurts before he transferred. No one's going to be whoever else I'm supposed to insert in that con. But if they could just get one of these dudes to be serviceable, there's so much talent on that Alabama team. But I'm an Alabama, I'm a saving apologist, aren't I? Like, I, I don't want to give up the ghost on this. I don't think it's going to take much to get this going because that defense is so good. That Alabama defense yeah. is a vintage Alabama defense. So it's not like they need to put up 35, 40 points a game. They got to be consistent and be able to put up 24, 27. But, man, that first half was ugly. I'm not a preps recruiting expert. It ain't my thing. I get it. It's not me. But if you're a top three quarterback in high school in the country, doesn't Alabama look like the perfect? No one, you're, you're going to have the job, right, if you're ready. You're going to, it just feel because that's the, a lot of these guys, right, that get recruited, there's no guarantee they're going to win the job. Is there a better program in America you can go to and be pretty sure you're going to win the job? I don't think so. So the irony is, even if they're bad this year or they struggle, they're going to be rewarded for it next year. Number four. Of course they All right, Bill, it took overtime, but Florida State beat Clemson on Saturday, 31-24. The win snapped a seven-game losing streak for the Seminoles against the Tigers. It was also Florida State's first overtime road win since 1996. Now get this, Clemson is now 0-2 this season in ACC play. Remember, they lost earlier this season to Duke. Now, despite the win, FSU fell in the poll to number five and have a bye this weekend, while Clemson who was not in the top 25, will look to rebound against Syracuse. I mean, look, they fall, they win. Who cares? It's early enough. It's all going to work out. For me, the story is Clemson. Who cares if they... Who, who, who cares if they played well or they played close is probably more accurate. What happened to this program? The game could pass you by, and I, I don't want to say that about Dabo yet, but... Two or three years in college football is 10 or 15 in other sports. And, I mean, you have it may be too it may be too early to say it on Dabo and too early to say it for Mike Norvell at Florida State, but Mike Norvell looks like he could be the new Dabo. Like, it, yeah. bringing, bringing that program back, it, I just, it looked like Mike Norvell knew what he was doing. And Dabo was just there on the sideline going through the motions. The thing is, Dabo is a control freak like a lot of coaches and was pretty vocal about that. He doesn't 
I think someone brought this up on the show. Like, you got to get in the tra- you got to get in the transfer market, man. You don't like it. You don't want to do either retire, and I'm not calling for that, or or play by the rules of the arena that you're in. Number five. All right, Bill. I saved the best for last. The Nittany Lions of Penn Sell. State. <laughs> their annual whiteout game, and they took care of business against Iowa. In fact, Penn State held Iowa to 76 total yards of offense. You. Iowa ran Personally. just 33 yeah. plays. Just 33 plays on Saturday to Penn State's 97 plays. Bill, no other FBS team has been out-snapped by at least 60 plays in over five years. Penn State is number six this week in the poll and take on Northwestern, while Iowa dropped out of the top 25. Let me give you two major takeaways. I think they're major takeaways. Obviously, nationally, Penn State's a much bigger story. Penn State beating Iowa. I don't know how impressive that is. Penn State might be good enough to fight for the Big Ten because I think there's a chance Ohio State, as we discussed, might not be at the level they used to be. We'll see. I also think this is the game that could become the beginning of the end of Kirk Ferentz's era in Iowa. Not because he should go away. He shouldn't from Iowa. You can't hire anyone else that's better there. You just can't. I love that place. I'm from there. What's up, Des Moines? But you can't. Because his son Brian's the offensive coordinator who's about as good as his job as I am at dunking a basketball in his new contract, which is run by the athletic. He reports to the athletic director, not to his dad, the head coach. His contract requires the Hawkeyes to average 25 points per game this year or he gone. Getting a zero, I'm good at math, isn't going to help. So Brian Ferentz could easily be replaced after this year, and it'll be interesting to see whether his dad refuses to stick around if that's the case. Those are Bill Ryder's five things you need to know on CBS Sports Radio's Writer Than You. Can I read you? I'm going back to Tay-Tay and the Chiefs. They're bleeding into this damn segment, too. Can I read this real quick? I'll read to you in a second. I ran out of time. The tease. We'll get into it before we talk to Steve Berline, our buddy. Talk some quarterbacks and some NFL. And that Dolphins beatdown next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.